With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Black College Sports Network's live coverage of the 2021 SWAC Media Day. This is what we call the media post Post segment now. There's all media members. Of course, we've got Miss Tiffany Green here, uh, ESPN, Keisha Kelly, Black College Experience, Jay Walker, uh, Coach Work Productions, always been with us, and of course, Neely of the uh, pregame show. And so now we get a chance to sort of sort of just step back for a second and just think about what we just kind of heard uh, from all the coaches. And uh, and so I guess I'll start with you, Tiffany, kind of say uh, maybe what what's one of your first impressions of, a, of a, maybe a coach or a player that kind of said something uh, that, that kind of maybe caught you off guard or maybe you found really interesting, a little bit different than maybe what you might have expected? Yeah, well, something that I probably expected, mm-hmm. but I always appreciated Connell Maynard. Uh, he just always gives you a great sound bite, and he gives you exactly what he's thinking, and mm-hmm. you don't always get that. Neely, Akisha, and Jamie, you guys experience that. Sometimes you get that coach speak, but, you know, he's really confident in his group, and for good reasons, but he feels like they're going to win. Again, like, you heard that, two championships in the same year. I think that was something that was kind of like poster board material, locker room material for everybody else but um, he was trying to guarantee that they would do it again mm-hmm. how about you Keisha so for me I think it was Bethune Cookman you know okay. the new guys um, on the block mm-hmm. they did talk about coming in they talk about the house size and everybody up they said you know we see guys that say they're 6'4 and what 250 260 pounds and so they're excited to get out there but you know, just listening to Bethune talking about how they're excited to come over and seeing the difference of what they hear and actually seeing it face-to-face, definitely Bethune could be. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jamie? For me, FAMU, uh, and the reason being is because Coach Simmons was a coordinator in that in that conference. And so he, you can kind of see it already permeate throughout the entire team that they're totally unafraid or unconcerned coming into this conference. So I thought that was, that was big. How about you, Neely? Well, I hate to sound like a homer, but I, I got to go to 1400 Lynch Street to make it Jackson State University. And it's not so much what Coach Prime or his players said, it's what they didn't say. Uh, you know, Tiffany and Jay did a great job moderating and, and threw some bait out there on the hook, but they didn't bite the hook as, as far as smack talk or making it about their opponents or payback. They were totally focused and dialed in on doing what they have to do. So even uh, the freshman quarterback, Shadur Sanders, like, no, I'm focused on me. I, and I'm practicing against the best defense in the swag, so I don't have to look at what everybody else is doing. So I thought that was interesting because you would think with Coach Prime's personality that it would be a show, that he was going to be the one out there throwing darts. But it was reserved, laid back, and they were focused on themselves. I'll tell you, one of the players that I enjoyed uh, listening to, um, to follow up Neely's point, was Niles Gaddy. Like, Niles had this edge. It was radiating off of him on stage i mean like unbothered for sure so i like that attitude that he's bringing in um to the season uh, jalen ivy is another young man who stood out to me who just um just presents a great package both on and off the field i thought um he said some some cool stuff some some of it all kind of ran together i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> um because it was like all right this is getting long and and then also um i really liked dot gamble um because to be 
in the SWAC championship game and then to be disrespected mm-hmm. the way that they were, well, you know, they shrug it off and say, yep, we're taking that. We're going to internalize that and we'll figure it out on the field. Um, I, I, I just like the way that they approached it um, as well. And when you said you're referring to the, the prediction of them being Fourth. Right. Okay, so that, that's a nice transition. We can kind of transition into those predictions. And uh, outside of UAPB, I mean, does it kind of go to script of maybe what you thought? Or do you think, uh, what did the, I almost want to call this this, this group of voters. We don't know who they are. I still haven't met one Random. of them yet. I don't think any of us have met Random. one. No one's claiming. No one's claiming that they are a voter. So whoever this cabal of uh, voters are. But anyway, what, what, what did they get right? What did they get wrong. Oh, I'll tell you this. Alcorn State has the most to prove right now. Yes, you know, A&M has the target on their back, but Alcorn State feels like even though uh, they didn't get a chance to defend uh, their title, uh, they have, um, to me, the most to prove. And, you know, Fred McNair, kind of a cool, calm, collected kind of customer. Trigger man, uh, Felix Harper, kind of takes on that same vibe as his head coach. I, I think they'll come out there as a really confident bunch. And what they had the advantage of, although they did not play, they had plenty of film to study. Right. right? They had a lot of, you know, game um, that they could, you know, really dissect. And so because of that, I think Alcorn State was pitted in the right place. Uh, we talked about the disrespect for UAPB. Uh, I think one and two will be very interesting. Although Neely may see something different within the SWAC East, um, I think one and two will be really interesting with FAMU and A&M as well at the top. Keisha, what do you think the voters got right, wrong? What, what's your what's your personal prediction listen, if you want to go out there? Listen, going over to the West, I'm going to be a homer. Um, I'm Southern University, <laughs> so Love for it. me, you know, Alcorn, it, it's, it's been Alcorn. They've been back-to-back-to-back SWAC champs, so you can't take anything from them. But, of course, I'm still it's still a, a, a toss-up for me between Alcorn and Southern. Um, Alabama A&M, I, I, do, I, I can see a repeat there, but as we all know, Football is played between the lines, so we can talk about predictions all day long, but the game still has to be played. Right. Tammy, what they get? What do you think the, the voters got right or wrong? Wow, that's, that's a hard one because I'm going to echo the sentiments of Keisha uh, for a second. I think A&M is fine in the East. I think they should be fine uh, going forward just because they have the pedigree. They have, you know, what it takes. You know, you have the perennial quarterback in the keel glass. That's, you know, We'll be fine running this offense, and they can improve and just build on what they've done. In the West, however, Southern, I think, is getting lost in this as well, because even within their system of having three, you know, two to three quarterbacks that they, you know, consistently play, it's worked for them, and I think they are getting lost in this. You could see that coming off of them just walking around this room. They were quiet, heads down, like I'm not about this. You know, I'm I'm just about business. You know, I guess we have to be here, but. You know, I'm ready to get on the field. That just oozed off of them. Uh, I'm also curious to see what Jackson State does because when you're mixing in a brand new group of, of you know, players, to have that mesh and to see what goes on early is what I'm curious to see. I think he is, you know, Coach Prime has recruited some dogs, like he said. But for that to take time to actually mesh and be a cohesive unit, I'm just curious to see what, what goes on with that. Preseason pick third, Neely. How's that? How's that sitting with uh, the uh, Tiger Nation? Surprisingly well. I, I'll rewind a bit. I, I'm still looking for that fifth dentist who voted against Dentine. You know, because it's four out of five dentists. So it's like these preseason polls. I don't, I don't know who the four gets it right or the one gets it wrong. 
but neither here nor there. I think that for Jackson State, it's a, it's a curiosity factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the spotlight is there because of Coach Prime, but the truth is we have a true freshman quarterback. Yeah. The truth is we have about 40 guys who did not play together this spring. We are a brand-new team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to be that high or that low, you see, it's like it's playing with house money. We don't have a lot to lose in this. Mm-hmm. You know, we're playing to win and win it all. Uh, but if the wheels come off a little bit, freshman quarterback, first true season. Uh, but for A&M, uh, you know, they won. You have to be looking that way. UAPB was there. You have to be looking that way. Alcorn was there the year before and didn't get to put their stuff on the table in the spring. You have to be looking there. And Southern was our toughest opponent this year as it relates to Jackson State. They have a true team. So I'm not offended by the polls, uh, but I, I can see why somebody else would be if they're not number one or not in the, in the conversation. But JSU-wise, we're, we're playing with house money this fall. And is the fan base, I mean, especially you, you two, you two are in, and you know the fan base at Jackson State real well and Southern. Is the fan base, for example, at Jackson State, are they okay with your announcement? Absolutely, absolutely not. I keep hearing from, okay, I was going to say thank you. No, absolutely. <laughs> okay, let me take that okay. little journalism hat off, throw it there. Fan base, Prime got to win. Like that, I mean, this, that's the standard is we got to win. You know, we, we, we're starting off with a SWAC opponent, a division opponent week one against FAMU. Truth is you can lose that game and still win the SWAC East. Uh, we then have three opponents uh, that have no bearing on SWAC standings. We go to Memphis for Tennessee State, go to Monroe for ULM, Delta State comes to Jackson. The truth is Jackson State could be 0-4 going into our first home game and everything is fine. But it won't be fine with the fan base. Mm-hmm. It won't be fine with us and the jobs that we do. Mm-hmm. So that's a different standard as it relates to these polls and what we're going to be looking for. Truth is, house money. Fact is, with the fan base, you got to win now because you said you got your dogs now, and we're going to play some ball. People are going to be looking for it. Keisha, what's the expectation Listen, with I, Southern fan base? <laughs> Listen, I'm just like you. If, if we lose one, they think the whole school falls apart. That's just how the fan base is. We know how it is with tradition and rival. We have some, some old school fans, and so if we lose one game, they think it's falling apart. But if we win five after, they'll act like that one didn't exist. So I feel like, you know, with this transition, with Coach Rollins coming in, you know, it's, it's a lot that everybody's looking forward to. And, you know, we, we have a lot that has gone on in that time. But definitely we know same thing. Take the take this. What we do, we take that hat off. But as an alumna, uh, yeah, we're going to win all the games. That's what we're supposed to say. We're going to win every game. Uh, Tiffany, you know Rattler Nation very well. But maybe from a just overall perspective throughout the swag, uh, which fan base is sort of that, that fan base that you hear from a lot? Oh, you're not giving us this kind of love. Which fan base do you hear from? You can them out now. Can all of the big dogs uh, be on the block for this answer? Because <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, all the, all the, the blue bloods. All yeah. the blue bloods, yes, for sure. Uh, definitely have something to say. And that's going to be, to me, interesting. And I, I want to kind of divert my point here to say we're very passionate mm-hmm. with our fan bases, mm-hmm. right? And... I can't wait because I feel like we are friendly here now. Mm-hmm. You know, come in, uh, yeah, right, Kumbaya, come, uh, come September 6th. I don't know where Neely and I are going to stand. You know, <laughs> see what I mean? See what I mean? You, you take it personally. Um, the same thing with Southern. I mean, to me, that has always been our greatest rival. It, it's been to me the best game that I've ever been a part of as a student. And then when they renewed the rivalry and bringing it back, it was going down to the wire again. So I, I, I look forward to renewing some of these long-standing traditions within the conference the passionate fan bases let me tell you the uh the uh social media groups oh yeah cutthroat yes oh yes. 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 Yeah, like it's, it's it's a different level <laughs> uh, you, you gotta stay off of it because
because um, you get wrapped up in it and get in trouble. Oh easily. yeah, yeah, easily. easily. So I try to keep my name right out of it, you know. But um, th- that that's just what the beauty I think of black college football is, and and to be on this platform and to have these types of platforms to be able to share that goodness with the you know average fan and the rabbit fan um, is so very important. Let's wrap it up by kind of thinking about big game of the year. And that's a hard question, I know, because there's some weeks where everybody's, I think there's about uh, two or three weeks where everybody's playing no bye weeks. But what's the, let's think about the one game, or you know, feel free to jump in with a second, but the game that you're looking forward to the most, whether it be a new rivalry, renewed rivalry, or just it, 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 it's, who, it's who we play. Or it's going to mean something. Let's start with you, Keisha. He said one. I'm taking two games. Okay. So definitely FAMU, Jackson State, Tennessee, Tennessee State, and Grambling. Definitely wow, looking okay. forward to that Canton game. Definitely looking forward to those two games on the same day. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's a big day. Big day. Jamie? Because I'm a fan of running backs, I'm looking forward again to uh, A&M and, um, and Bama State. I'm looking forward to that game. Magic City? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. It's Here the bookends go. for us. Yes. Week one, FAMU, final week when Alcorn comes to Jackson. Uh, those two games, one is going to set the tone for the season, mm-hmm. and one is going to put the taste in your mouth how you leave the season. Right, right. I would echo uh, the first game uh, of the season and the bookend side of it as well because I think it's well documented uh, how the last game of the season has affected uh, FAMU and obviously going against our in-state rivals. So I think that game ultimately becomes the most important game um, for us because that's the one that matters beyond measure. Well said. Well, that's just a little taste of just the media perspective for uh, what we've seen, what we've heard, um, and, of course, uh, there's going to be more throughout this season. And so for Tiffany Green, Keisha Kelly, Jamie Walker, and Neely, make sure to stay tuned. Uh, we've got more coming up here uh, as we start to wind it down. We're not done yet, though. we still got some other people to talk to. Uh, thanks for watching the uh, Black College Sports Network's live coverage of the 2021 SWAC Media Day.